I assure you that It is time. It's time. It's time. I'll get off the gram. I mean, get on in, get on uh, Facebook and share it. Oh yeah. God, I have one job. You had one fucking job. I know. Oh god, and I have a job tomorrow, and I'm I don't know how to things. Is it you watching? Uh, Yeah, probably. Common chaos. Is this the truth? <coughs> Whoa, your cough was loud in my ears. Oh, no, sorry. Is this the chat? Thanks here. Think so. You and somebody else are in there. Is that the chat? What's Is up, everybody? I don't know who's in here. Got a couple couple of you. It Got me. Becca in here. I'm one of them. Whoever else is in here, say what's up. I'm also a top fan. Yes, I put that on today. Not <laughs> not on you specifically, but the what? top fan thing is there no, i have to like accept it or something i think this is going to be our final apocalypse now officially oh I need uh, can you give me the charger over there please for the computer for the laptop yeah. this is dying okay hold the phone folks we're getting started here we're getting in getting the formalities out of the way as always this episode of the podcast this is the common chaos podcast in case you don't know uh i've recently added like i don't know a lot of people so if you are new to the new to the page new to the group new to me um yeah i am brian kern i am your host of the common chaos podcast this is my lovely fiance rebecca manley one half of the hosts of the tired girls club podcast one half of a whole kern um whatever that means maybe that was weird why one half of a whole kern. It makes me think of like Mr. Hanky's kids. Qu- kern Wallace. Corn Wallace. <laughs> the one that's got the corn stuck in his head. Corn Wallace. All right. What was his name? Anyways, here we go. That's your name. <laughs> I know. I apologize. I'm getting this stuff shared out, guys. Getting it all in here. Uh, as always, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Fightback CBD. Boom. That's right. Fightback CBD. Also, the squeaky-ass chair. And the squeaky-ass chair. If you sign up for my uh, email list on my website, you just go to the enter thing. Go to the enter on my homepage, commonchaos.net. Put your email information in. I promise not to spam you. You're just going to know about uh, like cool promotions, things that I'm doing, new episodes, stuff like that. Uh, you sign up. I send you a free shirt, some stickers. You get some Fightback CBD stickers as well. And then if you want to save on your Fightback CBD oil because you need Fightback CBD for whatever reason because you're an athlete and you're sore or because you have anxiety or because you have stress, if you have any of those things and you need the help of CBD oil, head on over to fightbackcbd.com. Save 20% by using the code chaos. That is my promo code for all you listeners of the common chaos podcast. Uh, they have phenomenal CBD oil that, uh, you know, really helps with aches, pains, any type of muscle soreness. I send it to my mom. She uses it for her gout. Um, our dog has that. it. Our dog uses it. Uh, because she hurt her knees and they were like, Hey, if you get something that's like easy on joints, I'd recommend using that. So we've been using CBD. It's, it's phenomenal. They've got a, a, a night version that comes with some lavender and some melatonin in it to put your ass to sleep. They have ranked rash guards. If you're a jujitsu practitioner or if you're just into wearing rash guards, like, uh, uh, John Dan- Donahue. 
and a bunch of other bullshit. So yeah, fightbackcbd.com, save 20%, use the code CHAOS, and you get to save 20% on your entire order. They also have a new extra strength formula, 1,200 milligrams. So check that out. What's up, Ricky? How are you, my friend? How are you? How is the uh, eSports going? Is it going good? If you can hear me, answer me. The uh, training, Ricky got signed to like a minor team for uh, this game that he plays, Apex Legends. So he's like working his way up to being like a paid eSports fucking dude. Smashing, according to my theory and what he's told me, I believe. If that's true, let me know. If not, my bad. Uh, Anyways, how are you, babe? Why do you have sound on? I'm sharing the podcast and it'll do that from time to time. Don't worry about me. What are you up to? Um, I am... I'm here in the Zen Room Studios. Panicked. Um, you're nervous. I'm nervous. And why is that? Why are you nervous? That. Um, I have to go back to work tomorrow. Yeah, you do. It's not easy, is it? No. We are. Uh, I like my my COVID lifestyle your covid lifestyle My covid quarantine we're about two lifestyle. months i'm exactly two months into a officially in yes uh to a quarantine self-isolation type and i've started to really enjoy my routines um like my morning routines my workout routines my hanging out with my dog routines i'm enjoying life and I'm enjoying that unemployment life. That's been great. But it's coming to a close here tomorrow. And in, in fact, like, um, yeah, less than 12 hours. I don't even know how many. It's kind of sad. I should probably go to bed. But I wanted to be on here and just share these feels so I can look back on them and be like, yeah. Yeah, this was a mistake. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, two or, months is a long time, right? I mean, I mean, I'm sure it hasn't been hasn't been a, a smooth. I mean, it's been a a smooth two months in the sense that we're just you know kind March of kicking back, but took forever. It has to been get hectic. Through. It has been hectic. We April got some curveballs. Fast. fast because we knew it was coming to fast. an end. Fast because we knew it was coming to an end. Let's be yeah. real. I was definitely. I don't know. I think the whole middle of my um quarantine time was actually pretty relaxed for the most part at the beginning i was having a lot of anxiety and now this last week or so i've been having a lot of anxiety so i think it's just those little transitional phases that are making me feel that way um we happened to pull the tower in the tarot deck this morning and that's pretty fucking accurate yeah we've been that's been part of our ritual been doing tarot tarot readings every day Yep. In the mornings, we draw a couple cards, two or three of them, read them, talk about them. That's how Brian and I connect. Keeps the, you know, love flowing. He's getting really into it. I think he's starting to understand. He told me that I needed to pay attention to my deck today and spend time with it before I chose a card. Yeah, because she was just ready to fucking start drawing cards because she's all panic and nervous. And I'm just like, hey, you know, take it easy. Yeah, so he wants me to... I've been uh, an advocate of this since since she started the... uh, since she started her podcast, you know, she's gone deep. She's been reading like the history of magic. She's been obviously like immersing herself in tarot cards and that whole lifestyle and dynamic. So when people ask me, oh, do you believe in like your zodiac signs and astrology and all this other stuff? I'm like, actually, my girlfriend's pro. Her and uh, fucking Jamie, you know what they're talking about. They have a podcast about it. And I've gotten a couple people onto them. 
because it's just, you know, it's kind of good to put things into perspective. And that was my whole mantra during this COVID thing was, hey, what kind of perspective are people getting out of it? What are they doing, you know, throughout this whole thing? If they are on lockdown, if they are stuck inside, how are they spending their time? If they're out being productive, how are they out being productive? Hopefully in a safe and healthy way. This whole thing is fucking madness. News has been back and forth, left and right, construed completely and literally, right? People don't know what facts to believe. People are arguing. People are protesting because they want to go back into into society and open back up. And fucking people are also protesting because they want to stay inside. People are talking about freedoms being stolen. It's just this fucking weird thing. So going back into the real world might be a doozy for you. I feel bad because you're, you know, I feel like you're vulnerable and you're, 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 you're going to be fine, but you just need to like snap out of it. And I, you're, you're a little scared. I think you'll be fine. I'm more nervous about if I even remember how to do hair anymore. She cut my hair. I don't know if, uh, it looks if you better. think I look sexy or not, but my hair is cut due to, because of her. It looks job. better now than it did the last time I cut it. Yep. Which was about a week ago. So definitely more than that (laughs) but it's it's fine it's Um, fine it's fine i'm trying i'm hoping that i still remember how to do my job what's nice is i think it's not going to feel like there's a lot of pressure i don't think even though there are a lot of people that want to come in i feel like just the standards are all changed now like it's a whole different experience and i can go in there and be like hey this is just how shit's going these days and you're going to need to pay this much more money, and this is, uh, I don't know, you're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> so I feel a little bit more empowered, I think, but it's like, it is nerve-wracking, because what if I go there and within the first week I get sick? <laughs> like, that's scary. Or what if I get sick, like, the next week? I don't want to do that. And my first whole, like, paycheck is pretty much going to go into paying, um, back paying my health insurance, so I don't even think I'm really going to get much money on my first paycheck back. So that's going to suck, especially are you, compared to my unemployment. Are you guys getting. taking temperatures or doing anything like that? Are you being professional in that sense? Yes, we are being professional. We have like a whole fuck ton of policies and things in place. Um, someone's going to be outside taking temperatures of people. Um, we aren't having like our waiting room available anymore. It wasn't like a room, but there's no couch or chairs and like people can't come into the salon and sit. Nobody's hanging out. Nobody's fucking yeah. smoking around. Yeah. You wasting have to space. Uh, be in your car. Let us know, like call the salon when you're in your car in the parking lot and that's how you're going to check in. And then we'll call you to be like, hey, we're ready for you. And then they can come up to the door, get their temperature checked. We're not handshaking or hugging or doing any like greetings like that. Only verbal. Um no blow drying, which is going to be nice. Um, no, like double so everybody booking. that's joining, I see people hopping in. Yeah. What's up? Talking about getting back into reality. I'm getting into reality. I have to go back to work. I'm a hairstylist. Read an article yesterday that said the most at-risk jobs are going to be, uh, you know, like healthcare people, dental people, obviously, uh, ear, nose, throat doctors, eye people. Um, I mean, hairstylists, anybody that's like real close contact, touching like the orifices. You're literally touching people. Touching people pretty up close, pretty personal. But hey, it's good that you guys are doing the thermometer. I mean, it's a lot more than what yeah. we're doing. Um, but at the same time, I don't think you're going to get sick. I think we might have had it. I'm curious. If they make the testing like super available where everybody can just kind of get it at their own will, I think I want to get tested and see if we got it at any point. I didn't feel anything, you know. But I mean, I knew that 
We also haven't really been, well, you've been out more because you've been working this whole time. Right. But I mean, even like, you know, late last year, like if we did have a cough or if we had something funky, like maybe it showed up that way. And like, I went to the doctor's fucking right at the beginning of this whole thing. And he's the one that convinced me that there's a good chance I'm, if I was to get it, I wasn't going to show any symptoms. He actually Mm -hmm. talked to me and like made me feel a little bit better about going out to be honest and made me yeah. feel a little bit better about being out in the public, but definitely changed my mind about going out to California. Definitely changed our perspective about right. that, obviously. But that's okay. We'll I think you guys, as long as everybody follows suit, you'll be safe. I mean, we're going to have like, everybody has to have a mask in order to be in there. If someone comes in, they're like, well, I forgot it and I don't want one. Like they can buy one from us. And if they aren't going to wear the mask, then they can leave. You can buy one, bitch. Yeah. $2. We're handing them out. We have like packages of them and and we've had people, you serious? I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up and put it on. (laughs) Sorry, put it on. Put it on. I'm going to be wearing gloves the whole time. Also, I am going to have my mask and I got a face shield. So ball face shield. <laughs> I'm just going to do everything I can to, um, yeah, be safe. And we're going to be sanitizing the salon like every 30 minutes. I mean, just trying to be like really, really, really on top of being clean. And I mean, that's all we really can do, you know, but it is scary. I honestly, I think I feel more scared about like if I know how to do my job or not anymore, but it'll be fine. Time, You're a hairstylist. You're professional. <laughs> but I'm thinking maybe I'm going to go back and since I've had so much time off, I'm just going to be like better than ever because I'll be like well rested and like, you know, good to fucking go or some shit. I don't know. We'll see. I haven't been looking at my books. I've been afraid. I don't want to like see who I have coming in and like anticipate the service or anything like that. I'd rather just let it happen. I um, I was talking to Matt a little bit earlier because he's got an interview for a job tomorrow. And I'm just like, hey, man, how do you feel about it? And he's like, whatever. And I'm just like, man, <laughs> so don't be salty with it. You got to kind of have a, a, a winner's attitude at the end of this thing, right? I do know a lot of people yeah. that are applying for jobs, getting jobs. A lot of people are up by, like financially in situations, which is kind of funky because of all this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people had a necessary reset. A lot of people were able to gain a couple additional perspectives, you know, maybe struggle a little bit, but uh, I think for the most part, hopefully people were able to kind of make it through this and take it for what it was and go, you know what, uh, the person that went into this is not the same person as what's making its way out and it's going to be a better version. Yeah. I mean, I think that goes for everybody. If you were in a tough situation or if you dealt, if you were dealt like a tough hand, how are you bouncing back? If you felt that you're coming back from adversity, how are you bouncing back? <laughs> Again, we were fortunate enough to not really deal with bullshit. Yeah. Other I, than illness and stuff. I think I've, I think I'll come out of this. I mean, different or better. I feel like I have my personal life a little more under control, <laughs> if that makes sense. And by that, I mean like my workouts and diet and like ideas about that i've been pretty good about the at home quarantine bod type stuff so i feel good about that and i feel good about like not going out and shopping all the time like i was or you know i i think it's given me a lot of free time to i don't know just reprioritize do research like spend time just doing stuff that i want to do um yeah it's been good without being like too, too tired. You know, I think I don't even really remember what my life was like back in 
February or the beginning of March, I was like working a couple jobs and that was kind of fun and just like in this hustle mode and it kind of got put on pause, but it sort of allowed me to like make sure that I do have all my ducks in a row so I can go into hustle mode and like know, you know, I already have all the pieces now. It's just going to be like turning up the volume. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think that that comes from your ethic throughout this thing. You were determined to quarantine bod. You were determined to not let this get to you. You painted, you were a mad woman, you were productive. You painted an entire bathroom again after painting it a couple years ago or a year ago. I never painted anything. Oh, not in the bathroom. Okay. Well you painted the bathroom, you painted the archways and the hallway. You still fucking painted. I did not clean my car. Did not clean your car. Neither did I. I had two months to clean my car. And my car happen. is broken now. My fucking radiator is leaking, which is frustrating because I'm like, fuck, man. Now I got to spend X amount of money to keep this thing. That, that's what I'm doing during PTO. I'm about to go on PTO. Brian's on PTO. I started PTO today. Uh, <clears throat> I worked through COVID and was in a just a situation where I got the I got the opportunity to work. It was nice. You know, a lot of people didn't. And I was able to. And um, I was... You know, again, I I felt a certain way about it kind of through and through, and my uh, opinion and feelings about it changed. But overall, I have, I felt I kept the an, an even approach throughout. And uh, once I kind of got the idea of how work was going to readjust, you know, we, there, we're part of a huge merger right now, and obviously business wasn't normal. Now it is picking back up and going back to a little bit of normalcy. We're doing the same thing, quality checks, making sure we're, you know, maintaining a certain amount of people, face masks, yada, yada. I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to take a week of PTO. <laughs> I think I'm going to take it off. I think it's time. Uh, you know, it. we didn't want to uh, waste. We were supposed to go on PTO in April, go to California. Now we're just stayed here the whole fucking time. I'm not doing jack shit. So many people are like, what are you going to do, man? Everything opens up on the 18th. Everything opens up tomorrow. What are you going to do? You're going to go out. You're going to have a good time. Fuck no. I'm staying inside. <laughs> Fuck all you. I can't believe that any of you would go outside. Everything is opening up right now. And like, there's, yeah, a, yeah like, um, and not just for the sake of like, not just for the sake of COVID. Like, I don't even think, again, that's a big deal. I think for the most part, people are going to be safe. Uh, I, that's just for the crowd. Do you know how many people are going to go out and how crazy the streets are going to fucking be and how annoying people are going to be and how annoying places are going to be? Fuck that. Well, yeah, but at I'm the same home. time, people are going back to work though, too. So I think there's still going to be crowds. Yeah, but there's going to be more people that are back at their jobs. True, but there's still... You know? 30 million people that are probably unemployed and true. you know what are they going to do rage true, true. rage it up especially all those servers that have their restaurants are never going to open again e. i'm pretty sure there are fuck ton of salons that are never going to open again i mean i'm sure there's all kinds of businesses that are just never going to open again which is crazy absolutely crazy but i think there's going to be incentives and things like i'm sure we'll start seeing government proposals for like you know, start up your company loans and shit like that, like to get people, get businesses like back on track. Because once, you know, like a restaurant closed, right? So that restaurant's over, but now that rental space is open and maybe somebody's been actually saving for like years to open up a restaurant. Now they have like the ability to do it because they have a place to rent that they want to be in, in a location that would work or whatever. So it's going to come back. I'm not too, too worried. I think it'll be really cool when that pizza place opens up around the corner. We got a couple pizza spots open. Part of me, like, really wants to get a job at that pizza place right there. You should. And, like, be at the host or something. You should. Um, 
just as my little side hustle that I can walk there. I know. I've thought about emailing them. That's my big thing. I'm like, man, how am I going to make some extra money? I got to, I got to figure out a side hustle. I'm like, uh, really? Oh yeah. I mean, we've been talking to your brother about stocks. Yeah. We've been talking to, you know, the government. You're right. We just read that thing this morning about how they're going to start handing out some more money. I don't know if 1200 doesn't seem like a whole lot. 1200 two times doesn't seem like a whole lot, especially when they were talking about 2000. But I almost feel like. I could use it. <laughs> I could use it for sure. There's a bunch of people that could use it. I'm not going to complain about it by any means. I didn't complain about the first one. I'm not going to complain about this one. Again, my car is broken. I need shit. I need to fix shit. Uh, okay. I'm just like, I'm, but at the same time, I'm like, if we're just handing out money, bailing out a shit ton of corporations and companies. That's what's fucked up. Uh, yeah. Honestly. At the same time. But I also know a lot of people that kind of capitalize off of getting business loans. You know, I'm pretty sure Trent got hooked up. I know a couple of people that got hooked up because they do have small businesses and they were making the X amount of money and they were able to kind of capitalize and go, yo, I need help. I think a lot yeah. of businesses do need help. But then you did see also a lot of businesses close and you're kind of like, well, I don't What are you going to do? I feel like David lost an opportunity to kind of have like that beer wing, you know, with North by fucking, we're not going to get that chicken fried. We're not going to get that fucking chicken anymore. God oh, damn it. that chicken fried chicken. Uh, the gravy. So uh, Dang. Maybe they're like recipe booking somewhere. RIP restaurants that didn't survive during COVID. You know, my job, my second job. Yeah. Uh, Cause now I guess, I got a second job just because I had a lot of free time during the week. And now I have a lot of free time during the week, I guess. Maybe it'll be a nice way to kind of just re-enter society. My, like, two or three days working. My four days off. I can I can keep this flow going for yeah, sure. You but You're good. You're I'm good. still worried about getting sick because I really don't want to. And, like, that's something that I hear in my head all the time is, like, one of the reasons I am nervous is it's, like, we're reopening not because it's, like, safe and healthy and people are good. Like, we're reopening because there's room in the hospitals and there are ventilators available and there's enough nurses and there's enough beds right now. Like, we've done a good job, like, kind of stifling the curve, right? Like, right at the beginning. So they're not overloaded or anything. Like, they're prepared. They know what supplies they need and all that kind of shit. And there's plenty of plenty of room in the hospitals so it is like i see you know articles or just like outrage culture stuff and people being like yeah we're just going to be a sacrifice for the economy and like it does kind of feel like that at the same time you know like yeah it's not like we can live in fear and like i can just sit at home for the next two years and wait for this to blow over like i get it that there needs to be you know, there needs to be like a reopening and like a resurgence and, um, and all that. I think people are still doing a fair amount, you know, just like ordering Uber Eats. Like, how busy is Summer Moon? Like, they're not losing Fuck any fucking no. business. No, no. Like, no, no. Starbucks lines fucking out the wazoo half the time, too. And so I think there's still a lot of businesses, especially restaurants and things that have been able to like maintain, maintain at least and they're probably not too scared it's probably just different and people are still buying shit online like they're still i mean how what did the fucking like industry of like barbells and at home gym equipment like peloton how many people, how many people got in shape like, 
There have been so how many... How many people fucking got in shape during this thing? And how many people yeah. were able and to, like, take the like, advantage of getting into the stock market like David or, or getting into new hobbies? Or went to Home Depot and, like, bought paint. Fuck yeah, and, like, hell yeah. At, like, home renovation things. And then, like, maybe they'll be able to sell their house for more. Change because their they diet. Shit. Fucking like, got creative. Tried something new. You know, got so, back into a hobby. So there's, I think, a whole lot... There's a whole lot of industry that has been okay. And if anything, has just, like been doing surprisingly well so i don't i don't know it's so weird that i have to like be part of it and now i'm considered essential when i wasn't two months ago what made me essential now people realize like oh their roots are fucking inch long <laughs> like great yes I, I mean honestly i'm really sticking by my theory that it is the politicians wives that are like all upset that they can't go get their hair and nails done and they look all fucking busted and <laughs> like like they're just bitching at their politician husbands to be like, you need to open the salon so that I can get my hair done. I won't look like shit. And then the husbands are like, you're right. You're looking like shit. Okay. You're, I'm gonna shit, open, bitch. you're right. You're right. I'm going to open these salons again. Well, fucking Ted Cruz got a fucking stupid ass haircut with a mask on at some salon in Dallas. And it was like, all right, my guy. Of course he did. Cool. But, I guess. I mean, you know for sure it's those, and like, there's so many like men that get their haircut every week, yep. which is so fucking weird to me. But people do hey, it. Upkeep, you know. Upkeep. What's up, Trent? Not son. What it. up, Trent? But yeah, I'm convinced that that is why I am now considered essential and have to go fucking touch people and put my poor little life on the line just so people can like sit in their house. Beans, beans, beans. Trent says. Just so people can sit in their house and not feel like damn hooligans i mean feeling like like, what are you doing why am i doing your hair where are you even going who do you have to see and impress like you're literally like you should be at home (laughs) true (laughs) like why why nobody gives a fuck about your hair you can always fucking photoshop that shit too if you're like that worried about it like everybody else you probably already do so i don't i don't know yep truth i don't know i get it I'm also over so, it. <laughs> I am over it. I'm like, I'm over the whole COVID thing. I'm over people freaking out. I'm over people being upset at, at each other. I'm over people being uh, anxious and afraid to go outside. I'm also over just like the media and bullshit too. You know, a lot of people arguing on Facebook. I triggered some people apparently the other day on Facebook and posted a couple comments. And, you know, um, it's nice to kind of see people challenging one another and their thought process and, and, and their feelings. But it's also kind of like crazy to see how deep people are willing to go and how crazy people are willing to just flip and turn on others. And it's just like, all right, my guy, wasting your time, I guess. At least you are in my mind. Trent, everyone's hair is in that What's weird up, phase Trent? between short and long. Hey, dude, loving the profile pic with the it's cowboy true. hat, by the way. Yeehaw. Yeet. Yeet, yeet son. <laughs> so Texan. Yeet, yeet. I know. Mm. So, yeah. Ew, life's crazy, but I'm very grateful for my schedule and for my salon and my clients. I'm booked. I mean, hopefully I'll be making money. Hopefully people will be nice and be like, oh, you were out of work for two months. Here's like a fat tip. I'm excited for jujitsu. Yeah. And the potential for like a gym to open back up. That's about it. I think those are the only two things I'm going to really seek out. Obviously, I'm going to get my car fixed. I think one day we're going to go out to eat and like sit on a patio and it's going to be summertime here soon. And that'll probably be pretty nice. I don't know. Somewhere that has a patio, babe. 
places on like you spicy eat margaritas. Where? That's not true at all. I've seen people sitting outside a hop dotty. They're open. Yeah, maybe like outside. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the weather's nice. That's what a patio is. Weather's you sit nice. outside. It's a restaurant, and then they serve you drinks while you're there. And you pay for them. RIP to the restaurants that fucking... Are not opening. Exactly. Like closed permanently due to COVID. Yep. <sighs> Fuck, man. That's depressing. I mean, there's going to probably... I know I'm fucking... I just put that up. There's going to be like a resurgence for sure, though, to like invest in local businesses and restaurants. I mean, we just have to like go to them and use our $1,200 stimulus check to fucking buy food at restaurants and get our hair done and go to fucking Home Depot and I don't know, all that shit. Support local businesses, hopefully. It, I'm sure that's what they were hoping would happen. Keep paying your bills. Um, yeah, I'm sure they really wanted that because nobody wants to get fucked over on their bills. Speaking yeah, which, I gotta pay fucking what's it called? Spectrum. I was kind of hoping that they were doing. Um, I, I read somewhere that I think Austin was trying to do like a foreclosure, like stop or an eviction stop, which would be nice. Okay. You know, I think is I think is as long as people felt that they were like secure or 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 in a safe space where they you know didn't have to worry about a roof over their head, they were able to just kind of get their feet on the ground. You know, save some money, maybe work work side jobs. You know, just take a load off for a month or two and. Not necessarily be concerned with having to fucking not only not have money, but also worry now about a place to go because you're potentially losing your place. Yeah. And if you have kids and shit, being homeless, that's frustrating. You know, I mean, that doesn't seem like fair, you know? And yeah, in like what way? I mean, it's fair. Like, was any of this fair? Like, we can't really talk, I think, fairness. Right. I'm saying it wouldn't be fair if like a family got fucking evicted because they like can pay their bills because of COVID. You I know, mean, it's like, happening. You know what's happening, unfortunately. But that's like that doesn't even make sense to me. I feel like <laughs> like where's the the human compassion? The human or element, you know? Yeah. yeah human, like human, human nature of like it all? why does somebody actually need that money from someone? Like and know. why does that person that's higher up like need that money right for like a month? And like you can't pay it a month, so you gotta go. It's crazy. It is, and it's fucking true, unfortunately. It's very true. That shit's so <laughs> real. I don't understand how shit like it's that works. It's so real. I mean, you know it is. Trent wants to know if strip clubs are opening. We don't know, Trent. Fuck. We don't go to strip clubs. Do we? Ah, why not, though? <laughs> I feel like... Babe, it's called... It's, strip club, it's called class. Because <laughs> you have to worry about oh, COVID shit. and her. And, uh, and the clap. I mean, they're probably clean as fuck. That's true. Probably a decent place. I, don't know. I would imagine if anybody's like tip top on the cleanliness and who would be about it, it would be strip clubs and strippers. Like strippers probably are like, please smell good. You know how many dirty dudes probably go into strip clubs? Uh, B.O., smelly ass crotches, oh, sure. cigarettes, oh, nasty yeah. ass breath. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not Trent Knox, obviously. Trent Knox is a gentleman. He only shows up. He only shows. Hat. He only shows up wearing the finest polo, cologne, and perfume. His dad works at NASA. His dad works at NASA. His dad fucking helped put people on the moon. Trent Knox is a sophisticated gentleman and a professional. It's true. Shout out Trent Knox. Shout New out. York cases on spike because folks can't social distance. Yeah, no shit. So is Riverside County in California. Riverside County had a seventy percent increase. I mean, uh, not Riverside County, Orange County. 
70%. Yeah, Jacob shared it the other day. Yeah. Uh, California's on lockdown until the fucking 1st of August, which is pretty outrageous to think of, but it's uh, so many people. so good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and the people I mean. are already upset. Cody, what is up, man? Hey, how is Seattle? Is Seattle like opening back up? Is Seattle still a crazy amount of cases? What's up, man? Mm. Um. California lockdown. Yeah, California is on lockdown. I think that all of Washington, Oregon, and California are being pretty strict on the lockdown, if I'm not mistaken, um, because it's fucking prime territory right there, right? That's, you know, there's several reasons why they're all on the same page, but uh, I believe they are all on the same page. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Hope everybody's doing okay. Hope everybody is doing okay out I- there. I think the newest information that I've learned, and this should probably be fact-checked, but is about, um, like, people surviving. It's really good to, like, make sure that you're using your lungs, (laughs) like, in a very, like, good capacity, like, swimming and stuff, like, making sure that you're fucking, like really breathing and like people that do yoga are probably going to be a little better off or you know like that like using your whole lungs i think i don't know i remember when i had pneumonia and they were like really kind of pushing me to like practice breathing into this i had like a monitor thing that you blow and this like bead goes up yep and you have to like hold it at a certain point for like 10 seconds and like whatever Cages, like the capacity and, and stuff. yeah and Oops. that's how they like show kind of how strong you are and whatever and I, I had to like kind of train like before I could leave, you know, and like at first, like my lungs were just like not working and whatever. But either way, it's kind of like a tool to like get your lungs stronger, you know. And so I think if, yeah, people are since people are so used to just like breathing kind of shallow, if they aren't like athletic and whatnot, and what they're saying a lot of also, what I've heard is like obesity is a pretty big factor of people diabetes, that, are, that are dying. Uh, thyroid issues. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah, diabetes. Any, any, anything that really attacks the immune system causes any type of inflammation. Yeah. Any type of autoimmune disease. So, you know, and a lot of people are at risk. Believe it or not, you know, a lot of people are in situations where they probably shouldn't be around people. You know, and I was uh, Elon Musk did an interview with Rogan, obviously, and he was talking about how. In, in Japan, it's customary for people to wear masks. It's customary for people to say, hey, you know what? I may be ill. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm trying not to get you sick. I'm trying to be polite here. It's normal for people that are ill to stay home, you know, yeah. which is another factor. How many people are afraid to lose their jobs and went to work because they didn't want to get fired and then ended up getting sick? That bus driver, the famous video of like, yeah. that made its rounds of the black bus driver that was like on their video pe- videotape and people coughing and it was like, listen, man, stay home if you're sick. And then a couple of days later, sure enough, get sick, dies. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. It's real. It's, you know, it's not anything that should have been taken lightly. But at the same time, now that we know what's necessary to be done and how to, you know, at least have some level of mitigation and, 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 and proper knowledge and awareness and, and maintenance of what's going on fucking wash your fucking hands wear a fucking mask if you're in a place that requires it don't be fucking gross <laughs> yeah I, I, does everybody get that message is everybody on the same page i fucking hope so i really do <clears throat> i mean and rant and yeah. fucking rant probably not <laughs> they probably aren't oh, shit <laughs> i mean i think about how like at my work right we have we urban betty has been sending out emails and stuff like every couple weeks or whatever, whenever there have been updates about 
when the salon's going to reopen and like what the policies are and yada, yada, all kinds of different stuff. But I mean, there's a good amount of clients that we don't have their email on file. So like, how are they even, are, have they even gotten any of this information? And like the people that, you know, don't follow us on Instagram or like don't have Instagram or don't use Facebook and you know, there's definitely (laughs) at least a portion of our clientele that probably hasn't even been reached and they're going to just like waltz up to the salon and think it's like everything's like totally normal and they don't know (laughs) that like hey you need to wait in your car and we'll call you when we're ready kind of thing like there's a lot of really specific procedures that are going to be happening and so I'm just curious kind of how that's all going to (laughs) go oh man (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna Tomorrow's be okay. Day one. I mean, it's gonna be okay. The front desk has to deal with it probably a bit more than I do, so for that I'm thankful. But man, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird out there. Day one. Maybe we should do a pod like midweek after my first yeah, day. Yeah, of course. Like or maybe touch next base. week. Maybe on Tuesday of next week because I'll have worked the whole week and we can see what how what the feels are. I'm feeling nervous. I've been getting these like waves of dread and I don't like that. Has anybody had to go back into the workplace and experience this firsthand? If so, let us know. I'm going to hop back into chat right now and talk to you guys for a second. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Tuning in. I know it's uh, kind of late here in Texas. It's almost midnight. Got uh, people in California. It's almost 10 o'clock there. Appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. You're phenomenal. Beautiful. Becca's over here yawning. I don't have shit to worry about because again, mean, I'm on PTO. Tired. So fuck everybody. Um, I'm going to get my car fixed. I'm going to, I don't know, definitely get a lot of homework done because I'm in a math class and I suck at it. So <laughs> that's one of my main goals. They're like word problems and gonna he do, doesn't understand it. Uh, he has a whole textbook that's like <laughs> available to him. Okay. Don't have to put me on blast. I'm also <laughs> going to do a lot of, uh, I hate the scene with my buddy, Matt, uh, check it out over at I hate the scene.com. Me and Trent are going to do a podcast here shortly, both on his platform and my pat on and my platform. What's up, Trent? Uh, Lysol and Purex, way to go, baby, for life. That's what's up. Um, you're gonna make the what? The first? I'm waiting for the first multi generational OnlyFans account. Instead of passing down family heirlooms, they pass down the email list. I don't know what that means. Elaborate if you must. Uh, yeah. We don't know what OnlyFans is. Uh, we don't, but we're also thinking about making one. So just understand <laughs> that. Oh gosh. Yeah. You know. You know. You blew it. You blew it. I loved her. <laughs> Sorry, guys. What was that from? Uh, that is from Tim and Eric's awesome show, oh. which I hate. I hate. JJ loves it. Aaron uh, Newman loves it. Fucking, I think Matt likes it. You know, I have a one degree of separation from Eric Andre. Not Eric Andre, <laughs> but it's yes, I know Andre. you do. No, it's Tim Holstetter and Eric. Andre. Something, something. But I do know you are one degree of separation from uh, Eric Andre. Myself as well, kind yeah, of. True. By you, but I mean, by insertion. Know. What? Oh. Huh? Are we getting those ice cream sandwiches? No. Me and Becca have been very good. I am. I'm definitely. Well, you're going to have to pick one. I'm going to eat mine. Yeah, you can't, you can't bitch out two nights in a row. You bitched out last night, and now you're bitching out again. We're eating those ice cream sandwiches. I am. can't do that. Two nights? Wow. Your last night of freedom, and you're bitching out on an ice cream sandwich. These things are fire. They're well, called yeah. Thelmas. So good. Probably can't get them unless you're in Austin, but... We <clears throat> fucking salmon, potatoes, little, like, cheese 
roll up tortillas, elote. Elote. We did eat a lot, guys. Fucking guac. We did work out, though, fairly fucking hard. So I mean, miss me yeah, with that. but that was still like... We worked out hard. Probably enough food. We worked out hard. We were fine. I mean, whichever one you eat, just cut it in half and then save me the other half. And then cut the other one in half and save yep, me. Yep, that's what I'll half. do. You're right. So that I can have some of yep. both of them. We'll do it. So we got a mint chocolate chip, and then we have like this peanut butter chocolate chip one, I think. So it's probably going to be pretty good. I mean, the double chocolate. Yes. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And we ate all those fucking fudge M&Ms last night. Yeah, we did. So that was dope, too. So you can't too. say that, like, I bitched out that on was ice dope cream. Too. We had dessert. That we have phenomenal. a problem. We Send don't fucking... Send help. How dare you. So especially to Brian. Wow. Wow. I mean, you're the one that wants it. I'm trying to find this bullshit. Oh, gosh. <sighs> yeah, we're tired, guys. Sorry. We're fucking being boring. Don't be scared. Why are you scared? I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. <sighs> That's fine. I'll be up. I'm raging balls. Be, like, <laughs> laying here. As if you're my therapist. Oh, we have to tell them about the aliens. Oh, oh, well, I think it might be her grandpa. I don't know if it's necessarily it probably aliens, an alien. But here's what we got going on. So the other day, we watched Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. If you guys haven't seen that, it is a documentary uh, that involves uh, basically the uncovering of a lot of secrets. Sorry, I'm not used to this camera. Secrets that uh, entail alien encounters, uh, channeling of aliens, sightings, things like that. A lot of it's public knowledge now, you know, because the government's pretty much admitted to there being UFOs and alien life, in case you guys haven't uh, heard about that. Just Google search UFOs, Pentagon, Look and up you're going to figure it out. Dr. Steve Greer. Look him up. Uh, he He's helped... Great. He's fucking phenomenal. He helped onboard uh, both Bushes, uh, Clinton and Barack Obama uh, during their presidencies for basically UFO intelligence and knowledge and information and declassified reports and classified reports and all this other good right. shit. I think we've had enough background. So <clears throat> Anyways, they basically teach you how to channel aliens and how they do that is they just fucking focus on, hey, aliens, here's where I'm at and you're supposed to be able to make contact with them and there's through, like, examples meditation. of this meditation, telekinesis, uh, telepathy, things like that. Really weird shit, right? Really woke shit. Anyways, last night, we're sitting here in the living room right over there, and we're just minding our own business. Ceiling fan is on like it currently is, as you can see in the camera. Ceiling fan is on, right? Light off, completely off, string pulled. It's just a regular pull string. That's it. One light switch over there in the corner, no big deal. It had been off. It had been off a couple hours. We had eaten dinner. We were watching some shit. Fucking chilling, just minding our own business. Then we're just chilling, minding our own business, sitting on the couch. All of a sudden, this fucking light turns on. Turns on, just this like light. it is right now. There's nobody in here. Bright as fuck. Not these lights, this light. It's, right here, bright as shit. That light turned on. We're sitting on the couch like, Boom. holy shit. Why, Shook as fuck. Why did that light just turn on? What? Never done that before. We've been in this house nope. four years almost. Has never done that before. Nope. Ever. In the entire history of it. And so it's on long Ever. enough for us to be like, whoa, what the fuck? Ever. And then it turned back off. 
then it turns after off. like a minute of being on like a full legitimate, a good contemplative like, two minutes are we gonna die are, is there ghosts in the house are there aliens are there aliens why would that happen what the fuck is going on why yep and then turn back off and i we come like, over i pull the string tight. i pull the string it turns on meaning it was originally in the off position something made it turn on for about a minute and a half he like jiggled it around it a little off. to see if it was I like adjusted a it. connection it wasn't loose i'll do it right now if you if i fucking need to hard it up if you think i need to or we'll show feet for one more time if you guys want feet too i got feet i Regardless, got two of them we shook it it didn't go out it didn't go out yesterday was the like two three three year four year anniversary I think it was four years. Four year anniversary of her grandpa passing away and he was an engineer and he used to fuck with people all the time. So I think that that's what that was. I think that was a cool little sign of like, hey, what's up? Pop it <laughs> grandpa in. Grandpa just <clears throat> coming in to COVID. say hello. I mean, it's totally possible, I guess. Anything's possible. But it is weird that we were watching that thing about aliens like not even a week before. And then like it's like an anniversary of my grandpa dying. So is he an alien? Maybe spirits consciousness i would say that the alien movie was less about aliens per se than it is about like consciousness and like collective consciousness because they're saying like you know how like a light year it measures like distance and time or whatever and space and all the shit it's like a physical <laughs> measurement right but then there's like you can be on earth right here like we are close your eyes and imagine yourself on fucking jupiter and like you're there, you know, it's like instant, it's like transport in a way, you know, you can like imagine anything and be anywhere and that's like dimensional travel. That's what so, I'm kind of shook on. I'm just like, they're mm, kind. that's like the whole point of meditation. You've is never like, seen it. It's kind of hard to like pinpoint. Find that still place in your heart and like go back there wherever you want and like, you know, you can relive memories or you can create new ones. I mean, that's the whole like crazy thing about consciousness. So what it was saying, a very meditative movie. It was a very correct. find yourself, find your inner peace. Like I've never been more inspired to meditate. Yep. And, aside from yep. this fucking one Truth. movie about aliens. Yep. True facts. Um, Alex and Jamie also watched it like two nights ago. I think they said that it was cool. Yeah, Jamie's obsessed. Jamie's with the obsessed aliens now. completely. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they're not gonna hurt you. They're not like mean or anything like that. Like they just are there to be like, hey, yeah, cool. You've you got us, you know? <laughs> Here we are. Think about it. Hey. And we'll be like, whoa. Luke, cool. if you like this talk, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, it's on Amazon. You got to spend five ninety nine on it, but guys, trust. It's yeah. a fucking phenomenal film. You can do it. It's, Prime it's, it's, if anything, it's just remarkable about how uh, just beautiful of a perspective it is to have. It's 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 not like the aliens are trying to take over. You know, very early on, he's like, the aliens have told people that, you know, we'll never self-destruct because it's just, it's not allowed to happen. We're, we're too crucial of like a, a, an existence or a species to, to self-destruct. Um, you know, they come in peace. They're here to like hang out. And it's all about being on like that peaceful wavelength and just welcoming them and saying, hey, we're here. We're, we want to know what, what you are, who you are, where you're from. I have a theory that it's us from the future. I think it's us trying to tell each other, yo, stop fucking up. But I don't know. That's just my weird one. But yeah, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Um, phenomenal documentary, Amazon Prime. Check it out. You know, and it, Trent, fuck you in the butt stuff. I don't know what you're even talking about as far as the Steve Greer THC episode. I don't know what that's about, but you know, I don't like your I don't like your tone, sir. I also really like the movie because it had some Just really kidding, great man. like 
musical like montages. Yeah, the music was great. Do, 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 do. Oh, it was fucking phenomenal. That, it was hilarious. They played like good. on memes. Really, like, they played well on done. a bunch of like humorous shit. Very current. It just talks about uh, Tom DeLonge being on Rogan, which just Tom was about DeLong's a year ago. It. it talks about, yeah, I called that. It talks about uh, Tom DeLonge being feet stuff. It talks about Tom DeLonge, uh, you know, being the person that's going to basically break this into the public. We're doing feet. Give us hearts for feet. We said that we would do feet for heart stuff or feet stuff for hearts. You guys have to give us hearts. Hearts Heart it up. Stuff, I guess. That's the way it works. We did, did real we simple. Get a heart? We did a couple of them. Right. It's real simple. Okay. Real simple on We're the hearts. Any no, hearts. That's, so it. I'm okay. put it that's fine. Yeah, me too. Sorry, you don't guys. deserve it. I'll drop a couple. I'm loving it. That's me. Oh, we got some laughs. No, it's me. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. There's some laughs too. Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> Anyways, you can't like your own shit. Babe. I do. I know. I get shit for that. I got shit for that one time publicly, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm a really? Loser. No." What's up? What's up, Amy Blackman? You know, on hey, Instagram, Amy. on Instagram, it's a Blackman, and I'm like, "Who's a Blackman messaging?" <laughs> Who the fuck but is this? It happens all the time. She gets that way more often than probably anybody. I, I mean, we all know. Hey, Amy, how's it going? <laughs> oh man. But about to what else off. do we have to talk about? I don't know. I'm tired, though. I'm tired as fuck. I'm about to eat that ice cream sandwich. I'm about to eat that ice cream sandwich, guys. You don't even know. You go don't get even it. know. Eat it out here. No, I don't want to be a weirdo. Just go get I it. I don't want to be fucking gross. You don't want to be gross on camera, but you're going to be, be like extra gross. I'm going to be gross in real life. And then you're going to have to kiss me and make out with me. And oh, welcome to being engaged. We're engaged and we've just been gross ever since. I popped the question. I mean, Brian's no holds Brian's barred. Gross. All rules off. All rules abandoned. Just kidding. We've been working really hard on our quarantine bods and being sexy for one another because you guys got to keep the marriage spicy, you know? You got to keep shit exciting. Not only in bed, but elsewhere. And like that elsewhere in the fridge, in, the, in freezer. the fridge. And that's why you get exotic ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> Fucking A. Thelma's. Thelma's. Hit them up. In the ice cream aisle at H-E-B. Forever. Almost as good as It's It's. Almost. Yeah. Ooh. Almost as good as It's I was kind of like thinking about It's It's. Almost as good as It's It's. Hey, 11 followers. Feet stuff. Why? They're not giving us hearts. Feet stuff. My legs hurt. Sorry, Ooh. guys. I worked out. I did squats today. All right. That's enough. That's enough of that. You're like really high energy right now. Because I'm off I'm for another confused. fucking week. I don't got shit to do. I keep thinking about that ice cream sandwich and how good it is. Go get it. Which one are you going to have? The mint chip or the peanut butter? I'm going to do half and half. Oh, yeah. It was your idea. That's right. Good point. Gas prices, housing market. What do you want to know about the gas prices? Trent was $1.33 yesterday. That's beautiful. It's beautiful gas prices. It's phenomenal. $1.33 to fill up my tank. Uh, I just had to do an assignment, and it's almost like it's, I think, to drive your, if you were to get a new Tesla and you wanted to drive it across country, 3,000 miles would cost you almost like 90 bucks. Yeah, whatever. It's still gonna be super cheaper than gas, but anyways, gas is only a dollar thirty-three. Bite me. It's fucking phenomenal. The housing market—I haven't really heard anything. Do you think it's good? Is it bad? How is the housing market right now? That's kind of interesting. Is it? Well, I mean, like, what? Okay, people are like potentially losing their places. People are, you know, going into foreclosures. I just hate, you know, I, I lost my house in the first one in two thousand and eight. Me and my mom. I was, I had just turned, um, I had just turned 18 in 2006 and my mom decided that it would be a good idea. What up, Anthony? 
uh, my mom decided that it would be a good idea to put my name on the house with her, right, to build my credit. And so I'm 18. I put my name on the house. I have a mortgage now. We, we hit fucking payments month after month after month. We're doing good. My credit gets jacked. Uh, you know, and then we both get fired. We lose our house. You know, we basically go into foreclosure. The foreclosure took like a year to happen, you know, but seven, eight months into us not having fucking having jobs and then not being able to fucking pay the mortgage, right? I think I had gotten a job two months after, but my mom hadn't. And, you know, like, of course, I can't pay a whole mortgage at fucking 19, right? 20, yeah. whatever I am at the time. And so it's like, well, okay, I guess we're just going to like figure this out but it took us a year to move so it's like a it's weird houses are weird banks are weird that was in california too that wasn't here in texas i don't know how texas is as far as foreclosures and kicking people the fuck out all that is um you know again we were talking about maybe forgiving some people for some shit because it's going to be pretty serious but fuck i don't know how the housing market's going to be i don't really care i mean we kind of care but like a year and a half away from karen really you know we got shit to worry about boobs and stuff Nobody knows. Nobody knows what we're talking about. Six people are watching. I'm just like trying to catch up with like, we're tired. You're so high energy. I'm so confused. (laughs) (laughs) Who has questions for us? Nobody. Perfect. What do we we have? It's midnight. It's midnight here. awake. Yep. She's got to work. Massive foreclosures happening and landlords kicking tenants out because of a chronic injury. I don't even know what time I need to get up tomorrow like, you have to be to work at what time my first clients at nine probably be there by like 8 30 which means i need to leave by eight which means i need to be up at like maybe seven but like i'm not going to do my makeup because i'm going to be wearing a mask and it's not going to matter and i don't think i want to do my hair tomorrow but like should i do my hair it's my first day back and i'm a hairstylist like i don't know should i just put in a ponytail i haven't got my hair done either in two months so it's not like I look any better than anybody else. Maybe that's what I should say. Amy says, good luck tomorrow. i sent you some love. Thank you, Amy. Yeah. I mean, I'm scared. Hopefully it goes okay. It'll be fine. She'll be fine. Album Ew. of the week. Album of the week is probably the Acacia Strains two-song EP. Definitely not Asking Alexandria's album. We talked about that the other night on I Hate the Scene. I don't know if you watched it or not, Trent. Uh, but Asking Alexandria released a new album, and it is absolutely not the album of the week. No. You know what it is, though? It is album of the week for May 1988. That's what it was. It was album of the is year terrible? for May 1988. It's not only terrible, but it's 1980s terrible. <laughs> it's probably one of the worst albums to be put out by a metalcore, ba- metalcore ba- band in recent memory. So bad that I literally can't talk. I have a stutter, just as I did in the 1980s. I didn't 1980s. think you ever liked Asking Alexandria. I, I didn't. that was a joke. I didn't. Even though you had a t-shirt. I didn't. Yeah, I stole the t-shirt. I stole it. Hmm. No regrets. Stole that shit point blank right in front of him. I said, suck, fuck you. And I took it. It's not what happened, but I did steal it. You are on one, <laughs> and I'm so confused. I'm just not going to stop being <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's fucking late. I got to go. Okay. We got to go. <laughs> I think we got to go. Uh, it is midnight. Thank it's you guys midnight. for sticking around. I got to go because I have to go to I'm work I'm pretty sure we've been scared, on this so. shit for like an hour. I know it's been a lot. Pray for me. Pray for Becca. She's going back to work tomorrow, guys. It'll be okay. Uh, I will be back during the week. I'm going to do some recaps. of. We're both doing the Aubrey Marcus Go For Your Win course. Um, so I'm going to do like a little midweek touch base on that. We actually have course number or still have week number two to do. So we'll do that here shortly. True. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> we'll be doing that throughout the week. You guys can check everything out at commonchaos.net. 
the common chaos on Instagram, the common chaos on Twitter. You can find Becca at Bextra on Instagram and at the Tired Girls Club Podcast on Instagram, tiredgirlsclubpodcast.com. If you want tiredgirlsclub.com. I'm going back to doing hair, so if you want to see hair <coughs> that I do, that's also on Instagram. It's these are the highlights. <coughs> Took me a long time to think of that name. Follow our dog, Aurora Pup. Yeah, she's great too. Bye. All right, we're out because gotta go. Okay. Not gonna do that.